You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Saturday night, still a night to remember for a long, long while, regardless of the way the game ended, although maybe that's part of it as well. I know a lot of Lobo fans want to forget that, but still a a memorable Saturday night and then some at the pit as uh, the Lobos play in San Diego State. Hour number three, Team Talk, ESPN Radio 101.7. The team, Sam Hauser here till 7. Appreciate you hanging out as always. One part of this experience that was that we haven't even talked about yet was in the pregame right before tip-off. You know, we get those couple extra seconds while we wait for the, the national TV crews to tell us when we can play basketball. You know, kind of interesting on a day when we were talking to uh, good, our good friend Dimitri Ravanos earlier in the show. He wrote a piece about, you know, the pitch clock and how uh, networks are kind of dictating the direction of sports. You know, we got to wait for, for these networks to tell us when we can tip off. But Probably about a quarter of the way, at least, maybe even a little bit more, up the student section, they have this big banner that that reads, you know, the, the, the line about the pit, a mile high and louder than a lot of loud noises. You know, you can fill the rest in between because I certainly can't. But they have this big banner that, that goes all the way up because this, uh, th- this was everybody and everybody and every little bit of that night lived up to the gravity of the moment that that we want the pit to be, that we want Lobo basketball to be, outside of the most important part that it comes down to. Like it's about wins and losses. This is division one college basketball. Big money involved. It's big business. It's become big business in 2023. It's about wins and losses. But when you take a step back, and you know we, we've had we've had a couple callers today that that have acknowledged you know what the last ten years of Lobo basketball have, have been, just trending in a, in the wrong direction, the program not winning games, the attendance numbers not uh, the attendance numbers not there, but everything just shooting up the way that it has in in year two, and just you know appreciating where we were. At this time, at this time, the last handful of years, we were looking ahead to next season already, and there's still two games left in the regular season and a Mountain West tournament where this team can and will go nose to nose with anybody because they've done it to Boise State, to Nevada, and to San Diego State. Boise State twice, Nevada twice, and San Diego State twice gone nose to nose with this team, and I, and I, I saw something different in this team last night than I had seen at any point this year. I mean, obviously, when you're playing San Diego State, you know, as Coach Patino said in the postgame, it, it just means more. For a good chunk of the beginning of the season, the Lobos were that team where everybody wanted to be the one to beat the Lobos. Everybody wants to be the one that can put up a they, they can put up their own banner that says we were the the ones that beat the last undefeated team in the country. The Lobos had a, a target on their back that for the most part, they were ready for, but that target's you know gone away as they've gone through the Mountain West schedule. But that is always, always, always there for San Diego State, and and this this team played understanding what it means to actually go out there and beat San Diego State. Like I know we can talk about another game of a blown double digit halftime lead. And nobody's gonna try to nobody's gonna try to sugarcoat that part of it. This one, I, I this one was different though from from Boise, where 
Nevada goes eight of its last eleven from three. They're 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 uh, the offensive rebound numbers are swaying in the way that you would anticipate when you're playing the Monstars from Space Jam. I mean, San Diego State. These teams aren't going to back down. Like I know, if you're just looking at it in a vacuum of double digit halftime lead, you should win. When you're playing the best team, the the best of the best. When you're playing the teams that everybody's chasing, I mean, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna pack in because because they're down double figures after 20 minutes. Is there more that the Lobos could do? I, I, that's another conversation that we can have. Although again, Saturday, I, I I couldn't point anything out. You know, Tuesday maybe there were a few possessions in Boise along the way that maybe didn't look like what we you know the the height of Lobo basketball. But I didn't see anything Saturday that said, "Boy, oh boy, these guys let it go." Like I know the thirteen points looks bad, but just watching the the game, there was nothing in me that said. Oh man, these guys are real. This was a missed opportunity. Boise was a missed opportunity. This was just you got beat, man. This goes for any walk of life. No matter how good you are, there's always somebody that's better. And that's what we saw on Saturday night with San Diego State. And that and uh you know, really coach Patino in the post game, I I I give him a lot of credit for for how gathered he was in that post game because everybody in that arena had just taken a punch to the gut. I sat there, you know, I, I know we have, we have a job to do, so I had to I had to muster up the energy to get the tweet out of the final score at 1017 the team on on Twitter. But after that, man, it was just sitting back in the chair and just slumped over of how and why and what and everything else in between. So I give Coach Patino a lot of credit. Like he, you know, he coach has the coach has to be the leader of the team, and and he's uh, Coach Patino's predicated on not don't get too high, don't get too low. But in a case like that, when you feel like you got him, the team that everybody's chasing, you got him right there in your grasp, and then they slip away at the end. A lot easier said than done, but still continuing to keep things in perspective. And we'll play uh, some of the post-game sound here from Coach Patino in in a little bit. But we've had a couple of callers today that have just acknowledged that even with these close losses, as much as they hurt, just acknowledging that that this season's different. Because you, you don't have to have been around Lobo basketball for long to know that this season is different. And certainly a lot of Lobo fans have been with this team for years and, and decades on end. And so they've seen all the roller coaster, all the peaks and valleys of this team. And even... In in recent memory, when there have been winning stretches of 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 basketball with this team, it still hasn't felt like this. Like I go back, you know, even even a couple of years, the Lobos get off to this huge, huge start, taking the Mountain West by storm. It was the non-conference schedule, granted, but just flying out of the gate, twelve and two, thirteen and two. They are just. They're on top of the world, and it's looking like maybe at that you know at that point we were maybe thinking Lobo basketball is back, and I mean, we know what happened from there. We don't need to relive all that. Nothing, not much goes right on or off the floor. But even as we were in the middle of that, as exciting as that was, it still it, it still wasn't even wasn't on the same level of what what this year has been. Even just looking at the non conference, that non conference slate. Versus this non-conference slate, obviously that that number zero in the loss column is going to make everything different. It's going to make everything feel different. It's going to make the perspective all different. But it doesn't take away 
from 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 the emotions of the season because when you feel that cruddy like like I did like you did on Saturday night that means that that there's a belief in this team that's that's going somewhere I'm, it I I think it's safe to say that there's never going to be a, a time where there's it where there's apathy towards Lobo basketball but we were getting close to that line a few even just a few years ago and this one and and this year has just been all the emotions been there like i i i love that everybody lived up to the to the moment that was on saturday night with the with the banner up in the student section i mean it brought a little bit of even extra oomph to the the michael buffer video that we get in the pregame that was the game of the season that that the certainly that the mountain west wanted that cbs sports wanted 99% of the way there, all that was missing was having one more point than San Diego State when the clock hit zero rather than with six seconds. Team Talk, ESPN Radio, 1017, the team. Let's hear a little bit from Coach Patino. Again, I give him all the credit in the world for being able to you know, articulate and, and take that step back only a couple of minutes after the game ended before coming into the media room after that emotional of a basketball game. Another devastating uh, home loss that's been too that um, tough, tough pill to swallow when our fans show up like they do, 15,000 plus, and uh, you lose at the buzzer, much like Nevada. Very, very similar in a lot of ways. Uh, hopefully we can uh, get over that and we can find a way to go beat Fresno. You know, I thought played a lot. we played really, really well in spurts for San Diego State for a lot of the game. We had a team that hasn't lost in a while. Uh, we had them right there. So we, we did a lot of good things, uh, but give them credit. They made a big play. So it's all about, obviously, addressing good things, bad things from last game and continue to grow and get better. And, um, you know, hopefully have a good practice today and go. And that was a good chunk of the, the overall message in the postgame Saturday night is we're, we're on to Fresno. Lingering on this one's not going not gonna to do anybody any good. No one's handing out participation trophies today. Like We totally get that. Lobo's 99% of the way there. The 1% is winning and losing, and it dictates how your season goes in the real world. It dictates, you know, to an extent, how your season is, is remembered. But even even on a day like Saturday night, even on a day like today, I mean, just go back to February 27th, 2022, 2021, however far back you want to go, and just know that when when the highs are as high as they've been at times and the low are as low as they've been at times, you know, just feeling dejected after losses like that, like that's that's what what Coach Patino's been talking about all season with. How important the fan base is in in carrying this program where it's going to go because uh, uh, there have been multiple games this season uh, that have that have had uh, that have had recruits at them. There have been multiple games this season where Coach Patino has told us in the post game that you know he, that he's uh, that there you know there are conversations going of you know hey see what you can what you can be a part of. Uh, even uh, even on on uh, even on Saturday night. Uh, uh, True Washington was was there. He had just committed to, uh, to he had just committed to the program just a couple of days ago, and and I mean he got to see uh, the whole experience, uh, 
of 15,000 plus have sold out. They had a nice a nice uh, 2K an NBA 2K poster for him. I mean, this really was done up in a way it done up right for to to make it a whole night and to make it to make it an event. I mean, that's what that's one of the things we've been talking about all year. This has become an event and when you can take the next step from a basketball game or you know whatever sport it is. I mean, this is Lobo basketball, so we're talking basketball. When you, when you can take that step from a basketball game to an event to a happening, that's what that's one of the things you can really hang your hat on. And and, and again, this community, uh, we we love we love this team. You know, good good or bad, thick or thin, we always love this team around here. But we all we also know that there is a different vibe, a different energy in that building than. Than in years past, because this is these are games that people want to be a part of. Because you know that the Lobos are gonna they're gonna be right there with any team in the conference. This is not just be right there and try to beat somebody in the conference. They're they're playing the marquee games, and people are coming to the marquee games not just to see those marquee teams, but to see the Lobos as well. And so we all rode that emotional roller coaster together on Saturday night. And this was Coach Patino in the post game on on the emotions of the entire day, the entire game, and the last six seconds of regulation. When I always self reflect after games, because you do it as a coach, you beat yourself up, and you're like, "Could I've done this differently? Could I've done that differently?" If the ball goes off the rim and we win, we're we're thinking differently. So I don't normally, after those type of games, feel that way. Now, Air Force, Wyoming, you're like, "What the hell did we do?" More of those type of games, um, but it's it's the nature of the beast. Uh, I don't think I've ever had two walk off wins like that. And the devastation part of it is, we hadn't had a sellout since when? Two thousand fifteen. So that's eight years. Well, now we're getting accustomed to it, which is awesome. But we've got to like understand that we're still growing as a program, you know, and, and we're going to have so many more great opportunities like this in front of amazing fans. So like you hate that you lose it, you lose that game, and you're like, oh, well, we got to make sure we keep our fans engaged. Like they'll be back, you know, they'll be back. I have, I have no doubt in my mind. So uh, no, I've I've not had. A, no, I don't think I have. They they will be back because you know again we we've, we've seen enough where they're one play. In a couple of these games, and the Lobos are, are firmly entrenched in, in in everybody's bracketology, and and I know you know, there's there's still sights set on that, but they will be back because why why wouldn't you why wouldn't you want to come and and watch this team and be back in the building that we you know that where fourteen thousand plus has become almost a standard this year, and it's you know we're gonna try, and you know the Lobos trying to keep it that way going forward. A little bit more here from uh, from Coach Patino, kind of bringing us uh, inside the moment after Jalen House's layup. Six seconds to go. Lobos go up by one. San Diego State calls timeout. Well, House made the shot. I know he was going to go crowd surfing, so I was like, we got to play defense. So I'm in the moment for sure, um, and I saw they called a timeout, so we were able to. But, yeah, it's listen, I, I our fans are so far ahead of, where we're all at and growing this program and rebuilding it. To be able to, in year two, have five or six crowds of 15,000 or more is amazing. Doesn't mean we've arrived in building this thing. And that's where 
we need to catch up to our fans because our fans are so so amazing. Um, and we're not we're not there yet, and uh, nor should we be with the situation that we inherited. So when you have a fan base like this, you can do special things, um, and that was certainly as loud as I've ever been around. I had my uh, brother and sister who we've all been Kentucky, Louisville. I mean, we've been lucky to be around amazing basketball. And my brother said that was one of the best college environments I've ever been. Yeah, and, and uh, Coach Patino expressing that a couple of times, uh, just that there was family in town for for this game, and that you know he he even he even threw out the point of you know everybody thinks their fan base is is the best, but he you know, he and his family have been around Louisville and Kentucky and the NBA and so on and so forth, and you know still continuing to get a lot of praise for what the what the pit brings to the table. I mean, we've we've kind of been following along at different times this year. You know, is this going to be the loudest game of the season? Is this going to be the loudest game of the season? There have been those stretches for for sure. After Jalen's layup and the timeout is it certainly has a case for the loudest that the pit has been this year, and and just taking all that in uh, part of the full experience as well, and then. Reality sets in. You got to make one more stop. There's one more play left in the game after Jalen House's layup, and it's Coach Patino on that final sequence. Well, obviously, what we did was not what we discussed. Um, I think Mash was concerned. He thought he was going to drive it to the basket. Uh, we wanted to pick up full. We wanted to be aggressive. Didn't work out that way. Um, you know, I think a 31 percent three point shooter on the fly. I think Mash thought he was going to go to the rim. He backed up for a second. Kid made a big shot. Did you guys think, I mean, uh, did you think they were going to try to go to the rim? Uh, yeah. As a coach? I mean, but I didn't say, let's give up an open three. No, I know. I, did, I, didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, uh, I... And then uh, not only that, uh, you know, you had two more likely guys, you would think, that would be handling the ball as well, what yeah. you did with uh, guys defensively uh, as well, I would uh, assume. Yeah, I mean, it was... It, it, what we considered was, okay, who are we going to put on Bradley? Bradley's their star, so we liked Josiah on him because of size. We thought the ball would go to him, and I think it was going to go to him, um, but all of a sudden he saw Mash back up. Uh, so it's one of those things where I don't think it's a scheme thing. I don't I, I just think, but I, I don't know. You're a radio show host, so you probably do. <laughs> No, it's it's not a it's not a scheme thing. It's it's a numbers thing. When it's one play for the game, when forty you know, when thirty nine minutes and fifty four seconds of basketball gets whittled down into the last six, and it's one play to decide the game. It's 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 a numbers game at that point. You're you're trying to give yourself the best opportunity, and rather than letting San Diego State play bully ball and go to the basket, which it wasn't happening over the course of the game. But again, when it's one play, you can't count on anything, and that's what this team hangs its hat on. Is at the end of the day, we're going to outmuscle you. We're going to be more physical because we're just bigger and and imposing. So when it's one play, one shot for the game, you got a guy who's a th- uh, career. 31% or not career 31% three point shooter for the season which basically means you got a 7 in 10 chance of of winning the game if it's going to come down to one shot. I mean, I know that's not how math totally works, but in all for all intents and purposes, there's a th- a, a 30% chance he's going to make this and a 70% chance he's not and you win the game. Knowing what San Diego State 
can do to uh, can do to a team on on one play, especially when you do have them backpedaling. When a defense is backpedaling, that's when San Diego State is is licking its chops. So when it's one shot for the game like that, let the guy who's a thirty percent shooter hit it, and if he does. Tip of the cap, like there, there's there's no coming back from it because there's the finality of the buzzer and the game is over and you don't get another opportunity after that. But maybe along the way, maybe the play looks a little bit different. Maybe you know, in an ideal world, there's there, there's more pressure there. There's somebody closer to him. There's a hand in the face. But as far as how the play itself went out, I don't think there's anything different that that anybody's doing today if if they if if we had a full legitimate mulligan do over i think everything plays itself out the same and it's just a matter of whether or not that one shot that dictates a 40 minute basketball game goes down or not or dictates how we remember and how we talk about a 40 minute basketball game whether or not that goes down steam talk espn radio 1017 the team when we come back RJ Lee's uh, going to join the show. Uh, you, you hear him Sunday mornings, 9 to 11, here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team, and basically anywhere. If we're out in public, he's probably out there. You know, he's a valuable member of the, of, uh, the, of the team. We love having him on. And we get to the end of the show yesterday morning, and he tells me he's still got to, you know, there's a couple of things that we didn't get to on the agenda. So going to uh, uh, pick the brain a little bit. I know he wants to talk about this new baseball situation, the. Uh, we had a, a spring training game ending on a on an umpire decision and just what kind of wackadoodle stuff this is going to be going forward in baseball. A lot more. We'll do that next year. Team Talk, ESPN Radio 1017, the team.